What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, episode six of Is This About Take? <laughs> it's like, this is a show where I take uh, my own personal opinions and sometimes other people's opinions. I give my own take on it and you decide whether it's good or bad, but it's probably good. We actually have the first guest on the show today, uh, Dave from 1420 Sports. Dave, say hi to the four listeners. <laughs> hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me on, uh, Garrett. It's uh yeah, new format, new thing. Let's uh, see what's going on. It's uh, it's the first time I've talked to you without snow being on the ground in Lethbridge, Alberta. So there we I'm go. Happy you, about that. You have ash in the ground now, but that, that's the dark joke of the, the day. <laughs> no, no, that's in northern Alberta. That's we true. Have, that's true. We have tornado warnings today. Uh, we had those today, too. I drove through hail yesterday, and I'm like, <laughs> driving through well, southern Georgia, and I'm like, that's louder than rain. And I see, like, little tiny ice shards. I'm like, hmm. All right. Well, if this gets bigger, I'm going to pull over. <laughs> but you know it's not snow no and uh, that's good man summer's finally here but let's get right into it man uh, we were kind of talking about this a little bit uh off air let's start off with playoff hockey so i full i will fully admit i am not as well versed in hockey as i probably should be but like a lot of fans i love watching playoff sports a lot of the casual fans love watching playoff sports and correct me if i'm wrong but playoff hockey is one of the most exciting things to watch on TV, at least. I've never been in person, but every game this offseason was fucking incredible. It is. Like, hockey's hockey's a game. It's played at such a – it's so fast, and these athletes are so big and, and talented. <clears throat> and the regular season is so long. Mm-hmm. The, it, it's, it's the same as a basketball season. Or and baseball. So you even. just – well – Baseball is one half the season of baseball, but we digress. Yeah. Um, you cannot play the regular season at the intensity that you do in the playoffs. And that's the reason that NHL playoff hockey is so good. The difference between teams, regardless of your seeding, one to eight, Florida made the cup this year as an eight seed. Um, chip in a chair. If you're, if everybody's, if you get a couple of injuries on the other team, if your team's healthy and you get that mojo going, it's, it's fantastic to watch and these guys are playing so hard and and so fast it's it's a it's literally a different game it's like putting it's uh on your ps5 it's like switching it to expert level yeah i it, it's so much fun to watch it's everybody knows you know it's i can go home tomorrow and then it's it's extra money it's glory it's fame it's everything i know this uh this postseason we had the Bruins, who I think they want, what's the, they basically won the scoring title, basically, and the name, that name is escaping me. They had the single, the president's trophy yes. for a regular season champ, and they, they put together the best single regular season ever in the history of the NHL. And they got swept? No, no, they were on the verge. They were okay. up three games. They were up three games to one on Florida. And, and then, then Florida, Florida came back. And then Florida came back. Um, and then beat my lightning. <laughs> beat the least no no the least no that was beat that right least yeah. beat the lightning because i was talking smack about how uh the Leafs are gonna blow the 2-1 lead and then of course i opened my big mouth and we got blanked four to one so <laughs> Every, everybody thought the Leafs were gonna well no, i won't say everybody but the Leafs are known for losing but you oh, know yeah. they they won a series but then uh florida rolled them florida, they got on a hot streak yeah florida i feel like was a surprise of the whole thing and then the the crack and beat the avalanche yeah. So it's a defending. first time, yeah, a first or second time team beat the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, it's 
it's unlike any other sport where where I believe the the underdog does have a a, yeah. a, a chance, and it's all about you know the mojo and and everybody giving and like if your give a shit meter isn't it around nine nine and a half, you're you're gonna find yourself golfing pretty quick. No, hundred percent. And I mean, full speed hockey, it it's just different. If anybody, I implore you, if you have, if anybody listening, if you haven't been to a hockey game that is at full speed, whether it be minors or anything, it's just fun. There's mm-hmm. something in the air. It's just intense. I remember going to a Lightning Sabers game back in like 2008. This is two years after they won the cup. Uh, no, they won in 04. Yeah, that was way Cal- back, like the yeah. the Calvary, the Cavalier. That was time. yeah, that yeah. was the Cavalier, yeah. San Luis. That was Hobby Bulin, and then they had uh, Kaprusov in Calgary. That was that was a fun one. They had Ander- Dave Anderchuk too. They had that was the was yeah, the that was a while ago. ago. You bet that was a, yeah, that was nineteen years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember going two thousand seven, two thousand eight down to Tampa to watch a, a Sabers Lightning game, and it, it's just fun. Even in the nosebleeds, I was having a blast as a kid. Just full speed hockey, people going on just skates and slamming into each other at full force. It, it's just, it's great. It's fun. It's fast paced and it moves. Yeah. And it, it there's flow and it's, yeah, it's a remarkable game to watch. Like uh, it's, I don't, you don't have many people that go to a hockey game and aren't at least intrigued. And then now it's a little bit about learning the rules. The offsides mm-hmm. a little different, but it's, it's like any other sport you watch it. You watch it a couple of times with someone that, you know, they're going to explain what's going on. And then it starts making sense. It's like, it's a combination of soccer and football on a big basketball court. Yeah. And it's not hard to pick up the rules either. Yeah. It's fairly simple to pick up the rules. There's not too many penalties and a lot of them all make sense. Mm-hmm. Don't hit don't hit anybody with your stick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's don't be too far ahead of the puck. You know, icing's even changed, but I mean it's it's fast paced. If you're looking for a fast paced game because you think other sports move too slow, hockey is a sport for you. Yeah. And it's, it's a it's a bit of a finite time too, yeah. right? It's 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 scheduled two breaks, you get two half times. Yeah. So two half times, a- 20 minute periods, you're in, you're out. Yep, it's it's a it's a great game, and uh, it's it is it is a sport that's best watched live. And if For you sure. can't watch it live, watch the NFL uh, NFL NHL playoffs because it's it's like turning your game if you're you're playing your Xbox or whatever. It's like it's like turning the mode to expert after after learning how to play the game. It's yeah. like holy yeah, they're playing great. half asleep and now they're finally awake, and it it's just everything's in the line. It's nuts, but. You know, we talked about this a little bit before the show, um, and I'm, I'm glad I was finally able to get you on, man. It's been a long time in the making. Life gets busy. Life gets hectic. And thankfully, we've had some fun news pop up. Uh, one of them is from a guy that I have now trashed on three shows. Uh, this will be the third. Uh, and I, I hate it because I'm kind of feeding into what he wants. He wants the media attention on his kid. Uh, this whole baby Gronk thing. I think his dad is the biggest asshole in sports right now. With this whole thing, I like so it was about a week ago. I started seeing it on my different feeds and stuff, Same. and and I was kind of ignoring it. Then I actually clicked on an article. Not it wasn't on Barstool or whatever. It was it was it was a news organization, mm-hmm. and they broke it down. And this dad, they 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 kind of 
didn't paint the dad in such a terrible light. Just, you know, with this social media following and this kid has met uh, Shaq and, and who's at LSU gymnast, Livy something, something and all that. Mm-hmm. And as, but as a 10 year old, everybody on the planet knows that no one's athletic fortunes are guaranteed at the age of 10. They're not no. guaranteed at the age of fucking 19. No. And this guy is doing this. 20, 30, like, okay, 40. None of them. They're never right, guaranteed. It, this is a little much. And then the other day I I saw that Barstool click the, the, the article I sent you mm-hmm. where he's feeding his kid, kid lines on another podcast. And that made my blood boil. Absolutely. It's like you, 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 piece of shit this kid doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing no I, it reminded me of um who was it Lamelo ball uh, yes what was, it? what was his dad yeah lavar it's lavar on steroids it's literally you you don't have a, a child sports prodigy you have a parrot who all he wants to do is please his dad and like it just based on what i'm seeing that's so like, that's how it looks to me too and yeah. you know with with all these sports clips and the kid's a big kid and he shows him working out and he shows him doing this and sure you know, on paper, you say like, like, even if my kid doesn't make it to the next level, I'm going to have a million dollars in his bank account by the time he's he's uh, a senior in high school. That's a valid argument. It is. But at what price? Exactly. Like that kid, what kind of social upbringing is that kid having? You don't think now from, from the kids already, fuck, someone's going to be taking runs at him on the football field. Oh, absolutely. You put a target on your kid's back. Every single now, you know what? Sooner or later there's gonna be a bigger kid out there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the kid's gonna be excuse me, he's gonna be left alone to to make his own uh, decisions. And then we're gonna have a, a Todd Marinovich all over again. I have been saying it for weeks and thank you for bringing it up. Because for those who don't know, Todd Marinovich was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. His dad was a former NFL uh, defensive player who was one of the first like huge proponents of like working out. And he's like, look, if you train your body, you know, he, you know, he didn't have, you know, teething things. He had frozen, you know, chunks of like kidney that he would suck on and stuff like that. Like that was you basically trained your child from a, a young age to be the next big sports icon. So what happens is two things is a, they don't ever experience life because their life becomes so regimented. They, they need that leash almost because they depend on it. And then when they make it to the pros and that leash is ripped off because you're an adult and you figure it out on your own, you spiral. And Todd Marinovich has been in and out of rehab for years. I I don't want, and I don't, I don't want this for this kid. Like, I want to be very, very clear. I don't want the kid to fail. It's just, we've seen this before we've seen it with, lavar ball who admittedly hasn't really pushed his kids like that he's just hyped them up to me the way i view this based on you know body language that i've seen and i'm I'm not a body language expert i'm not an expert on anything really at all besides my own opinions because they're mine it's this is a situation to where it seems like the dad is living vicariously through his son for a dream that he was never able to follow and the kid just wants to please the dad so he's doing and whatever he says just to go along with it Somebody broke down like dad's like 5'10". So like if the kid's actually trying to be a tight end at 5'10", that ain't going to work out very well. If if you're very short, then your roles are limited at the football level. Um, God forbid you try to play something like basketball or, you know, something where you need to be taller. 
<laughs> but it's for me, it's the dad is trying to live vicariously through his son. The son doesn't really want to do it, but he doesn't know how to say no to his dad because he's 10. And you've been teaching your kid this regimented life since he was six years old. And you're using him for social media clout. Like that's, well, that's what I have a problem with. And the fact that the kid is 10, like he's, he's having fun, yeah. right? He's doing it, but you know, there's going to come a time where he wants to go and, and hang out and maybe do some skateboarding or play video games. And his dad's like, well, did you put your, your workout in? Are you, is your, is your protein shake? Yeah. Did you respond to, to 500 people on Instagram today? Yeah. It's like, no, I just want to hang out and play video games. And that's where it's going to start. Yeah. Right? Because pleasing dad isn't what kids want to do their entire life. You know, no. I got a, I got a great boy and he's 13 years old. And and we have words sometimes because you know what? He's he's growing up and he's becoming his own person. And he doesn't have to agree with me all the time. Nope, I you don't know? agree with my parents. <laughs> no, and, and that's just that's what life is. And when, when this kid starts disagreeing with his dad, especially of, don't you know what I've done for you? Well, do you know what you've done for me? You 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 you've paraded me in front of people like a dancing fucking bear. Mm-hmm. You've, you've you've let everybody know that uh, I should be the first. The everybody knows my number when I'm on the field. Everybody's taking cheap shots at me. Yeah. Guys are spitting on me on the field. Um, no one wants to talk to me because of you. Like, and there's if that that conversation is coming, and then well. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's it's they're going down a very dark path. And I hope that dad, if he truly loves his kid, gives his fucking head a shake, whatever money they're making right now for all his Instagram and, and social media mm-hmm. and whatever. Put that put that in a GIC right now and then let let the kid live his life, because yeah. this is not this is not going down a good path for that no. kid. And here's the thing for me, and I, I said it on our other show. I've said it before. The thing that I will say with this, like as a dad, because your, your son plays travel ball, you know, if this is your kid's dream and this is something he wants to do as a parent, you support that kid. But uh, you remember Ryan Clark, the old Pittsburgh defensive back, right? Yeah. So he actually said it. It was either on uh, I Am Athlete or The Pivot or whatever show he was on. His kid wants to play NFL football. And Ryan Clark said, look, I will support you in any way, shape or form that I can. I'll help remind you of things. But the first time I have to drag you to, you know, your workout for the day, you don't want it. Mm-hmm. You don't want this anymore. And look at Deion Sanders. I know Brent may not be the biggest fan of Prime, but like all of his kids, he didn't tell him to do it. All his kids were like, this is what I want to do. And he's like, all right, cool. Here's how you do it. If you want to do it, there you go. You mentioned prime time, though, but I I read something not too long ago where he actually has his kids in the same room and he'll tell them, "I love you more than you." Yeah, no, it's like, hilarious. Like, and, and, and he ranks them, but like I don't know how good dad dad is. But no, I'm know. not saying he's a great dad. I'm saying as a, I'm saying as like a, as a sports dad, it's like you want to yes. go to this level. All right, cool. Here's how I did it. Your turn. If you want to do it's, it, do it. If you don't want to do it, fine. But don't mm-hmm. don't ask me to. I'm not I'm not going to do this for you. I'm I'm here to open doors and give advice. Yeah, that's but, it. But you know, at the at the end of the day, if the talent talent writes the checks, right? Yeah. And and if you don't have it, there's nothing I can say or do to get it for you. And and that's just sports, you know. And that's what what makes sports like one of the great equalizers in life. Like it's yeah. it's at the end of the day, it's fuck or walk. Yeah. Like, are you help? Yeah. Are you helping the team or not? Like any any baseball player especially in the minor leagues right they, they got to be shitting their pants all the time because oh, yeah. they're on a because they're on a two for 25 streak and they 
God damn, if I don't put together a hot streak pretty quick, I'm going down to A ball. Yeah. And then I'm then and this is my last year. Exactly. Then I'm, then I'm playing in, in real some life. country that doesn't care about baseball. Yeah. For like, for pennies. The dream is dead. Well, and that's the thing too. Like and the one thing I want to touch on too, uh, how many times did you change your mind at 10 years old on what you wanted to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Daily. Right? Daily. It, it's, mm-hmm. you're a child you don't know what you want and even sometimes I'm, I'm 28 years old now even i still don't know what i always want like it's you're allowed to change your mind but it's it, it as a dad it's your job to support you as best i can not kick you to the finish line mm-hmm. like yeah, and it's, I, I, don't, it's... I don't have any kids but like that's that's how i view it like it's you support him as best you can you want him to have the best life you could possibly set up for him and like you said open doors but i'm not dragging you through them no Exactly. Not by the year. Like it's, no. but, but it's also, oh, I don't feel like it tonight. It's like, then we had this uh, with other sports earlier on. Uh, I don't really feel like it tonight. It's like, fuck that. Get your shit. You made a commitment. Yeah. When, when, when the season's done, you don't have to play in the fall or yeah. whenever. And then this was like on, like when he was, you know, eight, nine years old, when he, he honestly didn't feel like it, but you know what? You make that commitment, and these are these are the life lessons you got to pass on. And then parading your your fucking kid on every talk show that you can find or or, or podcast, whatever this this piece of shit is doing for his for his kid for himself. Yeah, exactly. With his kid, <laughs> it, it's like how is this? What like what life lessons are you teaching your kid? Nothing. Like it's you know, Honey Boo Boo, the Dugers, the, the Kardashians, whatever. Like it's just just because it's. Everybody wants to see the, the the train wreck at the end of the day. Yeah, no he one wants cares. His 15 minutes. He's also yeah. 10. You don't really know athletic talent at 10 years old. You haven't hit puberty. You're not, you know, developing as a human. You're you're still a child. Like this yes. isn't this isn't the Euros and the the 12 U's over in like uh you know Premier League where they're or even with you know hockey up in Canada where you're you're given skates at like it probably around the same time you could walk. Like, it's not that situation here, really. And even then, it's more of like, yeah, okay, yeah. Ma- you can tell pretty early on, I feel like at that point, like, yeah, you, get, you, you, you don't have this. <laughs> You're right. You know, and that's what they say, because hockey's played, um, obviously, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if, like, even by the kids, the time the kids are 10 and 12 years old, unless that kid, someone that knows nothing about hockey can watch the game and like, that kid is clearly the best kid on yeah. the ice by a ton. And if you're if you're not that kid, you don't even have a chance. But if you are that kid, then like you have a chance. You have the te- the talent, the the ability, the the drive to to get that good. At football, at 10, 12 years old, like like you say, football at the end of the day, it, it's it's physical gifts, mm-hmm. and you and you can understand and practice all you want. But unless you can, unless you got a cannon for an arm, unless you're 350 pounds, like there's, there's certain physical attributes you need to have. And I don't care how much you want it and how much you practice. You can't, you, you can't have it. You, you can't identify the, the, the necessary skills at the no. age of 10. You can teach IQ. You can teach plays. You can teach, you know, recognition. You can teach hand-eye coordination. You can't teach speed. You can't teach, you know, just pure genetic gifts. You can't. And if you don't have that, you could be a gym rat all you want, but look at, uh, we'll look at the old Georgia quarterback, Jake Fromm. Dude's a gym rat. He did great in high school. He did okay in Georgia, but now he's in the league and he's doing nothing. <laughs> I don't even know he's on a team anymore. It's, 
it, it's worth yeah I, I i don't like the guy i i think the dude's a it, it, he's he's just a, he's a dick he's a dick and he's just parading his kid around for social media clout and everything and if the kid actually wants to do this that's great but here's how i know that you know I don't know if you guys have gotten one or not, but here's how I know that my show will have made it. If I get a DM from this dude after this episode goes live, ask to come on the show because apparently he's messaged every single, you know, sports media person with three brain cells to rub together besides, you know, I guess like the remaining 10% of us. <laughs> you know, yeah, he got a couple big hitters early, right? And now yeah. he's just trolling, keeping that hook in the water. And so after watching that thing where he's feeding his kid all the lines, I made a promise to him, like, I am not it. I'll read the headline and that's all I'm going to do anymore. Yep. I'm never clicking on anything that says baby no. Gronk because that feeds the machine. And if everybody just stops doing that, yeah. then this is going to go away sooner rather than later. And I hope the guy doesn't take it out of this kid for, no. for being a bad social media star. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly like, this is all I'm going to feed into it. I'm never going to do another show on this again. I just, I feel like we're while we are feeding into it. I don't feel like it's fair for us to ignore it either because it's okay to condemn something bad yeah no for sure we can condemn it we're not saying like oh yeah man come on the show which if you want to come on the show cool i'll call you out as a shitty parent (laughs) 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 but like it's i just i don't get it it's you you you've trained a you you have a parrot as a kid like that's it he says whatever and i know the video you sent me and i've seen it before where he's like oh he asked a question he just sits there quietly and shrugs and he goes nah say this cut that ask him again and it's over and over and over again and he's done it in other interviews before too where like he goes yeah i'm thinking about this and you can hear in the background like hey man no like go go stand to the camera and like you know flex on him real quick like he's coaching his son how to respond to these things and then when that kid has to interact with kids his own age in school how's that gonna play it's not (laughs) it's not it just won't but so he's gonna be friendless and 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 come home and well you might as well work out what the he's going to work out he's going to find his that kid's going to find his way into some trouble unless his dad figures out how to get him in into a, a, yeah. a, a more of a societal norm kind I, of thing i hope we're wrong but i don't think we are so i mean that's i i i don't ever really we rarely root for somebody to fail but i mean when this has been for those who we want the dad to fail at yes. making his son a star yes we do i want the kid to turn out okay <laughs> that's what i want so yes speaking of things that have been making the social media rounds we got to talk about the messy effect because things that have happened in history's past that have now turned out to be favorable because, they, you know, of what happens, Messi is following the route that David Beckham did, you know, 10, 15 years ago when he left. He was one of the biggest names in, you know, the Premier League, and he came over to play MLS and he signed a deal with the L.A. Galaxy and there were things in his contract that were for the long game. And it was, you know, rights, exclusive rights to be locked into by an expansion team, you know, 25 million. It was overall rings of, you know, concessions and tickets and media rights and all of it. And he knew his name carried more weight than the league as a whole. And Messi is following that blueprint. You know, he turned down what what in the podcast you sent me, he turned down like what, like a billion dollars or something? I, I think it was one point two billion for three years to play in Saudi Arabia. Which is absurd. Cash. Ronaldo took it, but <laughs> yeah, not a billion, but Ronaldo took the check. But mm-hmm. Messi has completed soccer. He's done 
everything. He's won a World Cup. He's won the uh, Bastion d'Or. He's won everything. He's won at the Premier League. I don't think he's won at the Premier League. He, he never played in the Premier League. I don't think he, he played in England, no. No, yeah. but he he owns all the records in La Liga over at um for you know Barcelona. He owns – he's one of Argentina's best players ever. You know, he's won a World Cup. He's done everything. <laughs> he's one of the most recognizable athletes on the planet. Absolutely. You know, you can make an argument for him to be, you know, without a doubt, top five players to ever lace him up. And that's for all the players that have played this game. um, Me as a kid that that played soccer, it was always Pele. And he he was still my king, even uh, with Maradona. But uh, the way Messi has handled himself and just excelled forever. Speaking of another Argentina player, we've got the hand of God play there. I know you remember that one. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And it's too bad Maradona went down the path, but he liked to party and and he and and he had a little bit of a nose problem. But what do you do? You can't win them all. Uh, <laughs> Messi himself seems to have carried himself with grace, and you know it, it is it's and he's if he didn't play another game, I couldn't imagine the stack of cash he gets yeah. to sleep on every night. And now he's made the choice to instead of taking just the cold hard cash to. To go into the business side of, of, of sports because he's he's taking a cut of everything. I, I saw that like so he's gonna get a cut of uh road games and they're talking about because most of the MLS stadiums are right around you know fifteen thousand mm-hmm. and and the, the road game road teams are even talking about like let's move these into the, the NFL stadiums in yeah, town. Because they can so do we it. can because we can do it and we can charge we can charge more and, and Messi's gonna get a cut. Um the Inter Inter Miami is the team. Mm-hmm. Um, when they announced the signing, they were ga- gaining seventeen hundred followers a second on their uh, Instagram account or because whatever. It's messy. Because only because it's messy, and this now isn't global. This is uh, sorry, uh, U.S. This is global. People yeah. are like it brings attention to Miami. It brings attention to that uh, program. It brings attention to uh, the MLS, which is which is all good. And he deserves a cut because, Absolutely. because it's because of him. And then there's no salary cap for him because of the unique cir- circumstances. When, when you put eyeballs on your sports, on your sport, whether it be the team or the league for good reasons, it's good. And, and the, the person should get a piece of that pie. And- Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, like it's case. In, I it, I know the deal wasn't complete, but he's already said, this is where I'm going. And I'm sure there's going to be a similar Beckham thing. There's going to be a similar, like, Hey, I want an expansion team. Lock me in at this rate. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want. Well, you know, I think there's even talk of cutting him in on the ownership group of Miami right off the hop. There might be. Yeah. He'd be yeah. one of the first owner players, but you've also got a situation where the ticket prices have soared. They're already saying that he's going to get streaming, you know, revenue with Apple TV because Apple TV picked up all the uh, MLS games. And now he's also got his own documentary on Apple TV that's coming out too. And he's going to help with that as well. Like it's, it's that he's getting a cut of the, uh, the tickets and to show how much he actually brings. I pulled it up today. The cheapest ticket for his first alleged game was supposed to be versus Cruz Azul in Miami. The cheapest ticket is $954 a piece. For for an MLS uh, game one of an MLS season, do you know or what is this? This is a couple of games in. Do you know what the, this would be his first game? Do you know what the okay. most expensive seat is? 
Oh God, I gotta guess there's a pretty there's some pretty sweet seats. Um I'm gonna say I'll just say 10k. Add four thousand dollars to it. Fourteen thousand dollars per and fourteen thousand and twenty six dollars for uh section one sixteen row two. There are three tickets in there. Those are the oh. most expensive seats on SeatGeek right now. Not sponsored, but SeatGeek, if you want to, let me know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, and if you choose at 1420 uh pod, save yourself 20 bucks off that 14k. There you go. There's some free publicity. But you've got, I mean, that's <laughs> 20 bucks on 14k. I mean, now you're getting it for fourteen thousand dollars in six bucks. I'm happy for you, mate. Great savings. Great savings. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's actually you know, insane. And that's money that Messi's not getting a piece of. Yeah, right. That's now the secondary market. That's secondary market, and what's been happening? He's so it's he's not getting a piece of that. He's going to get a piece of those of those prices when they go in. So yes. there's original pricing, but tickets right now for June 24th, their first game Saturday, Inter Miami at Philadelphia Union in Chester, Pennsylvania. Uh, shout out Aaron. I don't think he's in Chester, but June 24th, next Saturday, tickets are forty seven dollars. <laughs> The first home game for uh, Inter Miami CF in Fort Lauderdale, thirty-one dollars. Messi's first home game, almost a thousand dollars. This is what we're talking about. This is that's insane. so incredible that it, it you can't you can't quantify you can't wrap your head around it. Oh, one person can make that big of a difference, but he's he, he's a global superstar icon and people are going to pay to watch him play. It's incredible. You have literally increased the, and even games that he's not even going to be there yet. Uh, the game in DC, uh, 129 bucks um, in St. Louis, uh, 190 bucks. And then his first game is a $900 one. So the first, you know, two weeks before his first game, the ticket prices have already almost quadrupled and he's not even on the team. <laughs> This is nuts. It's it's amazing. It's it, like they're, they're you can't compare it to anything. No. You really can't. And I don't know what uh, Messi's uh, gig was when he played in Europe for uh, uh, Barcelona and um, and PSG. Like, is what he? Is? Yeah, but, but was he like? Is he? Is branding so? Like, obviously Ronaldo is big on branding and what mm -hmm. have you. But I don't I don't know so much about. About Messi, obviously, he has his sponsorships and he's probably getting paid handsomely for his work as a pitchman off the field. But I don't know. But now, with like this coming to uh, the United States to play football or soccer, he um, he's clearly taking the 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 branding and and pushing into the business side of sports by Absolutely. by taking a piece of the pie as opposed to just cashing checks. Well, you strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you're the biggest name and. The biggest name in the game, but of almost of all time, you know, current certainly of you know the last twenty years, but you're at top five all time. There's no questions mm -hmm. about it. I mean, everybody knows who you are. I mean, you know Ronaldo, you know Pele, you know Maradona, and you know Messi, and you know yeah, you you know these guys, you know these names. Even if you don't know who soccer is, you know who Messi is. You don't know who basketball is. You know who LeBron is. You don't you don't watch football. You know who Tom Brady is. Like every sport has that guy. But no one has tr or transcended decades of the sport like Messi has. Everybody and when knows you, who he is. And when you say when the iron's hot, like it is, but like it's he's also what 36, 37. Yeah. Like he's he's on the downward. Like no, Absolutely. no one not one athlete got better after the age of 37. No, genetically, right? 
it's against him, even though he is one of the best ever player of the game. But you're right. He's on the downward end, but you strike while the iron's hot. You just won a World Cup. You just stepped away from uh, PSG. You know, and that's that's just where it is. It's time to start. You, ha- you have your now money. Now it's time to start setting up for the future. Set up for your kids, set up for everything, and make sure that they're, again, they're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they- and, and yeah, and now it's Messi Incorporated. Yeah. Like that's that's who he's working for now and and then power to him like you know just just to realize that and and you know you can you can cash checks but it now you're setting up a business now you're setting something up that if your kids or family or whatever they don't like it's it's probable that they won't have a, a an opportunity to play any kind of professional sports but now they have an opportunity to learn sport like the business of sport and to make their bones that way and mm-hmm. to figure things out and make their own con- uh, connections because you know that door cannot get kicked open any wider for you and and the opportunities are going to be there so so let's let's give them the opportunities and, yeah and and i applaud him for it i i don't know it's funny Abe, for for how how much we do know of him not being soccer crazy soccer fans um i don't know shit about him i don't know if he has a wife or kids i don't know if i don't i don't know if he i don't even know if he speaks english i think he does <laughs> you, you, you gotta, he you does gotta think but he he's does. never lived in an english country no. his entire life no, he does. But I mean, like the, the thing for me, like even if he has a kid, he's doing it a smart way to where it's a situation to where he he understands how much effort and work and time it takes into this. And money can't buy you success in sports. You know, you have to have the talent. We've said it earlier. We'll say it again. You have to have the talent. And yes, you have the, gen- the genetics of one of the greatest soccer players to ever play the game coursing through your veins. But if you don't have the good parts of it, you may not play soccer. And that's great, but you can have a great business mind. You can have a great soccer mind. You can meet the players. You can meet the managers. You can meet, you know, the the owners. You can meet everybody and learn every other facet of the game on the business end and continue to set yourself up for life and never have to kick a ball. No. <laughs> and have the best seats in the house, right? Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And then just have a Rolodex like nobody other. And 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 just be just be set like it's be set for it's, life you've had it it's 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 crazy to even think what it might be like to be the 12 year old son of messi like you'd be wide-eyed all the time you would meet royalty you'd meet the pope you'd meet presidents like it'd be it's just crazy if what i kind ever, of life these guys if i ever ran into the money I, i'm i i love you guys but it, i'm two middle fingers in a cloud of dust man you're never going to see me again <laughs> Oh, that's that's what I say all the time to like. Uh, if I ever win a lottery, I'm taking this ass yeah. it, down the road. We're talking dust outline of where I used to be. Like you'll never see me again. Depending on how much it is, if it's messy money, you'll never see me again. If it's like, you know, because I, I do like I do like what I do, but it's also like you know, I'm I'm 28. I can't sit at home all day for the rest of my. I'd lose my mind. So like, I'd probably still work, but like buy a decent house, you know, decent car, no debt, no anything, and just be fine. Yeah, you can take a bunch of zeros up those checks that are coming Messi's way, and I'd still oh, yeah. be, I'd be quite all right. I'd I don't, be totally I don't, fine. I don't need it all, but I, I wouldn't mind a, a good good bite out of it. Well, here's what we could do if we had messy money. Uh, we can do what Oakland wants and buy that team. <laughs> oh, wasn't that awesome last night to see Incredible. the fans come out? They, like, what is it? 
about twenty eight thousand they had there last night. Uh, I'm about to pull their, it up right now. Up from their, I think they've been averaging. I want to say five or seven thousand. They pulled twenty seven, twenty eight last night to give the owner the middle finger. Twenty seven thousand seven hundred fifty nine fans filed into the Coliseum last night. Every single one of them wearing a free shirt that said "Sell the team." I love it. And they had some. They had different. They had a, a, on this inning. We're going to chant um, because it was the fiftieth anniversary. The 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 first batter of the fifth inning. They were supposed. They were. They remained silent mm-hmm. to honor the fifty. And then as soon as that that batter made it out, it was sell the team, sell the team. I it love was, it. It was so good and. You know, it's it sucks to be a fan and love your team and hate the owner. Like, congratulations, uh, Commodore uh, uh, fans, because now Dan Snyder is finally being shown the door. So you guys, thank God. Oh God, he. he you want to talk about another garbage person? <laughs> oh, what an absolute piece of shit that guy is on and off the field, uh, like uh, a creep, a pervert, a predator. Whatever, like I, I, I wonder if he's selling that team because Goodell says if you don't sell that team, we're going to release that entire report. That oh, they did. forced him out for sure. They're like, you can sell the team or you can get dragged. What do you want to do? Which I mean, Washington has one of the most loyal fan bases in sports. I mean, I'll give them that, but they also have the worst stadium in sports. I've never had raw sewage fall on my head at a Jaguars game. <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's Oakland, not Washington, <laughs> right? It's, and they they had a possum in the press box this year too. So oh I, my I, God, you know. So if you're a billionaire, if you're buying a three hundred million uh, for a chunk of land in Vegas and and looking for all these handles, you can't figure it out someplace in in Oakland, San Francisco, Palo Alto, San Jose. You can't find one person or one place to build a stadium for that that yeah. franchise and it's it's been so good in its 50 year old hit 50 year history but this guy is such a a donkey and he and he's a skin flint and and he he didn't wreck the fan base and and that's why i'm tipping my hat to them for for showing up just to give uh give that guy the middle finger bay area fans are loyal too i mean i respect it i absolutely respect it i mean it's Shoot, da- okay, Damian Lillard, you have money, and you're an Oakland guy, but buy buy the team. <laughs> buy, yeah, buy I don't know what it's. Keep I don't know Oakland, what it's going to take. Yeah, someone like buy the him, A's. Maybe him and uh, um, Beast Mode can get oh, yeah. in on it because yeah, because he's an Oakland kid too. Hey, let's let's start a GoFundMe to buy the Athletics. <laughs> something, right? Because you know they they got they're just totally getting dragged, right? Yeah. So they lost the Raiders. They're losing. They lost. Um, like Golden State, didn't they used to play in Oakland and they moved, yeah, they did. To, they moved to, the, to San Fran? Yep. Or, and um and now the A's. Like so yeah. it's it, it has a rich tradition of sport in that in, in the Bay Area there. And I get it, Oakland isn't the sexiest city, but cheaper than San Francisco. Yeah. And <laughs> and they, they're they're just as a as a sports um fandom, they just they got right dragged. They got they lost three teams in the in the last five years. Well, two, not Oakland, not the A's yet, but two of them went to Vegas at this point. They're trying to get the A's to go to Vegas. I mean, it's 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 dumb. I don't get it. What and who in their right mind? I get it. It's going to be a retractable stadium, but who's going to go to a game in Vegas in July and August? 
Yeah. It's for the same reason why, well, also the the Phoenix uh, Coyotes are an awful hockey team, but that's same reason why they don't have anybody there either. It's you're going to a, a, an arena in the desert. (laughs) Like it's Yeah. That, that was, I've been, I, I, because uh, the rink they used to play at, um, my wife and I, we went to a, a, a Cardinals game. The and the where the Coyotes played was right next to it. We were staying just what was the name uh, of the place we were staying? It was, but it was anyways. It was right by Tempe. It was one of the the suburbs right by Tempe. Mm-hmm. It was a forty five minute drive, and it was it was freeway ninety percent of the way. Like. God, that city is so fucking big. It's huge. And if and if you're going to ask someone to drive that far 40 times a game, uh, 40 times a year, especially when Tempe is the place where all the retired Canadians live, that's mm-hmm. your market. Yeah. yeah. Just can't be, figure be it smart. out. Be smart. Be yeah. smart. It's and which. Oh, my God. The, it, we could talk about terrible owners all day. <laughs> terrible yeah. Owners make a bad well, and, and, yeah. And that's why I divorced uh, the Edmonton Oilers like six, seven years. Back. Yep, so I, I heard about sick. that. I was just sick and tired of uh, Daryl Cass, the owner, hiring shitty people and making it an old boys club. It's just like I have enough. Why am I giving you emotional energy where you're doing everything you can to fuck this up? That's how I felt with the Jaguars for the last ever, <laughs> ever, ever. We had to to be fair, because I did pull this up. We have more 10 win seasons in our entire history of 28 years now than Cleveland has had in the last 30 years. I checked. Cleveland has like three 10 win seasons since 1990, and we've got like five or six. <laughs> so we're better than Cleveland, but that's a low bar to set. That it's, is a fairly low bar. It's but such a yeah, low bar to set. At least, at least our river's not on fire. Um, but the Ohio River caught fire years ago. Well, back in the day. Way yeah. back in the day. But that's, it, oh my God. It's, you need an owner who actually cares about your team. And like, that's my biggest thing. Like, with Shad Khan. That I dragged Florio for this on Twitter. I'm like, dude, do you understand the only owner in the modern era who hasn't had the city help pay for his arena is Cronky in uh, LA because yeah. he bought cheap land and he just built a $5 billion stadium on his own. But every other team has asked for help from the city. He's out here like, oh, I've got a multi, you know, a giant yacht I never use and blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm like, dude, you act like this is new. This always aren't happens. the Jags? Did they just bend the city over for a new? Aren't they getting a new barn? The Jags? We're in the middle of it right now. Yeah, we're in we're in oh, discussions okay. right now. So they're they're saying it's going to be. They've released the renderings. It's supposed to be. Uh, the biggest issue right now is cost, and Shad Khan's already agreed to foot half the bill, which is more than most owners do. He's okay. agreed to foot half the bill, so it's still he's footing a billion of the two billion dollars it's going to take, and then he's. Um, what else is he doing? The only the other issues they want to demolish the current one and build on its ashes, basically. Oh, so, so they, they're gonna have to find a home for four or five years. They're talking Daytona, so get ready to see some Jacksonville Jaguars, Dale Earnhardt jerseys with the three on it. And I've <laughs> I've already seen them be made, and I I I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> when you say Daytona, you don't mean like a football field in the speedway, do you? In the speedway. Huh. That's what they're talking. So that's in, in the infield. So they did that with them. Um, it was Tennessee and I think Virginia Tech did that in uh, whatever the racetrack is in Tennessee. Huh. They did Halle it there. They, yeah, they packed 100,000 people into that uh, into that speedway. So they can do it. It's close enough yeah. to the stadium. They're in talks with them now already. I mean, it, it's Daytona or Gainesville. 
because it's not going to be Orlando. Because part of the reason why we're getting a new stadium is because it's the amenities aren't great besides the pool and the scoreboards. But then the stadium in Orlando is even worse. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> what is like? But Orlando is like the, like who plays in their football stadium? Uh, UCF. Oh, okay. So it's a college stadium, and even UCF's getting a new stadium. They're taking that one, or they're going to build another one on the outskirts of town. And uh, I don't know where they're going to build it, but they're going to build, I think UCF's supposed to get a new stadium because Camping World, I think is the name of it right now. It's awful. <laughs> it gets falling apart. <laughs> Was uh, UCF, is that where, um, uh, what's his name from U- uh, USC went? Um, uh, Christ. Lane Steven. Kiffin? Lane Kiffin, yeah. Is that where? He went to FAU. He went to Florida oh, Atlantic. F- oh, he went okay. to FAU, and now he's in Ole Miss. There's so many. There, like you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a university in Florida. No. Nope. It's it's you. Yeah. It's <laughs> there's so many. I mean, <laughs> down in South Florida alone. I mean, you have FAU and Boca Raton. You have FIU in Miami. You have University of Miami. You have um, there, Southern there, Florida. Sure, Southern USF. Say, yeah. USF, uh, UCF, Florida A&M, University of Florida, Florida State. Who was that uh, That small college that went, made a run in the NCAAs a couple of years ago? Splash City or Dunk City? They golf, oh, golf, co- golf Coast? Florida Golf? Florida Gulf Coast, FGCU. Yeah. yeah. Florida Gulf Jesus. Coast University. When they won that first round, their admissions website crashed. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Their admissions website crashed because they won the round of 64. And everyone's like, what is this school? <laughs> <laughs> well because you never hear of it and then you pull an upset like i i yeah i, I have uh I, it's so easy to digress but just the actual effect that big name sports does have on um absolutely on a university yeah like even alabama as much as i hate them and never want to see them win again it's their their academic standards for the for the john q public student has has raised yeah. like it's harder to get in there now and their faculty because it, like it does there is some trickle down that that you know it, it does pay for more things and and you get better better um faculty and then you get a better quality student coming through so like the the trickle down effect can't be argued but still then why do we have to pay for the the billionaires to build theirs right the school doesn't i don't know <laughs> I, I, I'm losing. I'm losing track. Of no, you're my good. Own I mean, and I I understand yeah. it to a degree, but I mean, like, it's it's just I I I don't want to say it is the way it is, but I mean, it is the way it is. It's how it's always been done. Kroenke yeah. was the first team owner in years to, and I'll give him credit for it. He's one of the first team owners in years to foot the entire bill. Everybody else, Minnesota asked for help. Buffalo's asking for help. Chicago's asking for help. Every, I think Jerry Jones even asked for help when he built uh, Jerry World. Like everybody is asking for help because the city wants to keep the team there. And it's crazy too because they've actually shown that it doesn't always bring more revenue to the city. It never does. No. They, like the studies are out, you know, and, and uh, you know, they social, that's why they're billionaires, right? You socialize the risk and, and privatize the profits. I can't fault them for it. I mean, it, it's just business and it, it's just how it is. I just, I just don't like Florio and Chris Sims. Jim and I already dragged Chris Sims for some stupid comment he made. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, no, I, I I heard a bit of it. Oh, uh, my you know, God. But you're the the content that you guys get down there is a little bit different than, than us. We don't – they're not on our radio stations. So, and we don't have ESPN. But I'll I fill you in. So what happened is there was a, uh, a Dolphins – because the Dolphins have a hardcore fan base. 
So a, a lot of the teams have a hardcore fan base. Like I was getting into it with a dude on Twitter. He's like, this is the first time I've heard from a Jaguars fan in years. I'm like, there is no way this is the first time you've heard from a Jaguars fan in years. Dial it back, buddy. Even when we won three games, we were still talking shit. <laughs> Dial it back. You know, you know, you're full of it right now. But like, so a Dolphins fan passed away unfortunately and there was uh he was apparently a military vet you know he was very well respected in that whole dolphins fan community i don't remember his name uh because i'm not a part of that community uh dolphins fans but i you know i heard about it and tua actually donated 10 grand to the gofundme to kind of help his wife and kids through it so there's other fans who are donating to kind of help with the funeral expenses and everything and uh chris sims was on tv with florio doing his thing and they were talking about it and he's like yeah you know it's really a tragedy thing, but you know, he he trolled me a lot on Twitter, and I'm like, dude, not the time. <laughs> like, not was the he time. trying to be was he trying to be funny about it? Or was I don't like, know. Uh, he just brought it up oh. and everyone's like, I regardless of what you're trying to be, like, not the time. Like the only time I'll ever agree with Florio was Florio's like, you like that's our job. Uh-huh. <laughs> like this, we buy and I I've said it on every one of the shows I'm on. Like I, I buy hate by the barrel. Like, let's go. Like, if you don't like my opinion, let me hear it. Like, that's fine. That's why we no. do this. We have this to converse. Like, these are our opinions. If you don't agree, that's cool. Tell me why. Exactly. Like, come after me. I, it, it, but, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I never liked his dad, Phil. No. And then, and then Chris, Sim. like I, I had the misfortune of uh, watching him in a Broncos uniform for <laughs> only maybe one or two starts, but. It, he's, like, he wasn't that good. Dad was fine. No. Uh, Chris wasn't that good. I mean, he's better than me and you because we're not quarterbacks in the NFL. But I mean, you know, mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Um, I wonder how many of those were opened by, you know, who is dad? How many of those doors were opened by who his dad is? But that's not. Yeah. You know, yeah. It got him in the door, but it didn't get him a seat at the table. Like, he's, no. that's what that's why he's holding a mic now. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. all right, man. Well, this has definitely been, a, I'm, I'm happy for it, but this is definitely one of the longer episodes of what I've done on the show. But I mean, I love it. I, I love, you know, catching up with you guys, man. It's always fun talking to you. Same, um, same, same. I, I like it's, you know, I, I, I love doing our show with, uh, with Brent at, um, at 1420, but it's, it, it's just nice to get different opinions, uh, uh, um, some of the times and it's, it's good catching up. We haven't yeah. talked to you for a while. It's life's been busy, man. I'm, I know you're on the same end too, but I mean, so let's go and wrap it up for the episode, man. Again, I appreciate you coming on. Um, where can the people find you? Uh, what show can they listen to? I'll plug it. Well, we're at uh, fourteen twenty. Um, me and Brent uh, do well. Brent's my partner. He's running the show basically because he puts on a show every single fucking day. So don't listen to the like if you're only going to listen to one. Don't listen to In the Morning. Don't listen to Hey Blue. Don't listen to uh, Hey Tender. I've never heard Something someone like not a, plug their a, show. Like, <laughs> well, that's because those aren't the ones I'm on. I know. That's what listen, you, listen to 1420. Make sure Dave's on on the ones. But, you know, exactly. Brent puts out a good good product. He's busting his fucking hump. But yeah. um, if, if you're not, here, if you're not hearing my pipes, then, uh, then you're listening to the wrong one. <laughs> well, I'm glad you came on this one. But I mean, I, I say it all the time. Brent's one of the hardest working people on this platform that I know. I mean, it's I, I give him absolutely credit where credit's due. I mean, it's a show every day. It's every single day. It's always good content. It's always fun to listen to. Admittedly, I'm a little behind, but I'm, I've, I've got some road time ahead of me for the next few days. So I will absolutely be catching up. Um, but, you know, 
thank you for coming to the show, man. Like I said, if you guys like the show, tell everyone, like I always say, if you guys like the show, uh, tell everyone, you know, word of mouth travels so much faster than everybody else. I could take out newspaper ads and billboards and, you know, give away shirts at the, uh, the next Oakland A's reverse boycott. But if they're not telling people to listen to the show and their own friends, it's not going to matter. So yeah. tell everyone, you know, put out those five star reviews. If you liked it, comment, cause it feeds that algorithm. God, I don't know why it works that way, but it does. If you didn't like the show, treat it like a bad date, you know, didn't work out. It's probably me. So it's not you. It's me. So I appreciate it, but you know, you're not going to get the 50 plus minutes of your life back. Um, and I wouldn't try, I wouldn't give it to you back if I could. Uh, <laughs> and chirp, chirp me. My, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit older. My only social media is uh, Twitter. So at 1420Dave, um, I'll, I'll correspond. I've yeah. gotten into fights on Twitter before and, and it, they're kind of fun too. Oh, if I get the, if I have the patience, the time I'll get into it. Best place to interact with me on Twitter is going to be at TDS and pod. That's the other show we do. Uh, or this one at ITA bad take pod, go check it out. Uh, that's where I'm the most active as well. Um, I'll go back and forth if I get the time for it. If not, I'll get to it when I can. Um, if you like our show as well, check out some of these other shows. The best way to get a shout out is to retweet or five star reviews or comments, or whatever. Let me know. Um, if you're looking for wrestling shows, go check out Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast or John over Wrestling Fan Insight. Great content on those ends. Obviously, go check out Brent and Dave over at 1420 Sports, Jim over at Fan in the Van. Uh, him and I do our little side show called Steel and Teal Talk on this channel. Uh, new episode should be coming out later this week. That's going to be a fun one. Stay tuned. Um, the BS in Sports Podcast. Uh, go check out Aaron over Brutaliana Sports, Nate's Daily Wager, or uh, You Bet Smart with Jake and Scott if you're looking to make some sports bets. If you just want to stay on TikTok, got a boy over there. Uh, his name's Darian over Chill Takes. Dude's fantastic. Uh, would love to get him back on the show again. Level the Playing Field with Dave and John, the We Like Sports Podcast, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. And if you're looking to find something in Vegas, uh, if you want to celebrate with you know the Golden Knights, or if you want to, you know, sweat in your retractable roof with your you know former oakland team in the desert uh go check out visit vegas places coiled is a great show um as always thank you thank you thank you and we will see you next time thanks for having me on garrett have a great night everybody